I feel like so many times we fit us into our schedule, right? Like we fit ourselves into our schedule. Like we save the bare minimum for things that fulfill us. My life changed when I stopped doing that. Like I started fitting other things in my schedule. Like these are things that I'm doing. My family, the things that fulfill me, the things that excite me. Those are my go-tos, period. And then everything else finds its place, not the opposite way around. So when I had that mindset, I experienced more peace, more fulfillment, and more enjoyment in my life. Happy New Year! (laughs) Okay, a couple of days late here. But happy, happy new year, everyone. Emily Abadi coming in live from the AG studio. You are listening to Hurdle, a wellness-focused podcast where I connect with everyone from your favorite athletes to top experts and industry CEOs about their highest highs, toughest moments, and everything in between. We all go through hurdles in life, and my goal through these discussions is to empower you to better navigate yours and move with intention so that you can stride toward your own big potential. And of course, have some fun along the way. This week, I am so amped to bring you five back-to-back episodes to jumpstart 2022 as a part of our Turning the Page series. In this series, I sit down with some of your favorite guests from the last year to chat about the lessons that they are bringing with them from 2021 going forward. Now, each guest, they give us a word that they'd use to best describe their past 365, and then they offer up some really helpful advice on how to move into the next 52 weeks with grace and a positive outlook. For today's episode, I am electrified. Let's find some good adjectives here to talk with Trent Shelton. He is a former NFL player turned motivational speaker, entrepreneur, and honestly, I couldn't think of a better person to have back on the show to kick start this series. He is seriously a light and admits that last year was without a doubt one of the hardest of his life that taught him so, so much and completely changed him. If you are looking for a hearty dose of inspiration to take you into the next 365, Trent has got you important to note here. This week of content would not be possible without my sponsor at Inside Tracker. Inside Tracker is a company that takes your blood work, DNA, habits, and then analyzes the results and offers you easy to implement, helpful feedback to optimize nutrition and life plan for a longer and healthier life. Inside Tracker can even tell you how old or how young you are internally. I know that sounds a little crazy. Bye checking out different biomarkers, and it's been a game changer for me. Seriously, learning more about what my body needs, especially when it comes to bettering my athletic performance and my energy levels in the day-to-day. Now, of course, Inside Tracker has an offer for you. Get 25% off their entire store by heading on over to insidetracker.com slash hurdle. Again, that is InsideTracker, I-N-S-I-D-E-T-R-A-C-K-E-R.com slash hurdle to get 25% off the entire store today. Make sure you're following along with Hurdle over on social media. It's at Hurdle Podcast. I'm over at Emily Abadi and share this episode with a friend and make sure to head on in to wherever you get your podcasts to rate and review the show. And with that, let's kick things off. Let's get to hurdling. Hurdling. 
today I am sitting down with my friend Trent Shelton. How you doing, man? What's up, Emily? I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm so good. I told you I'm putting together this series of little tidbits to kick off the year here. And there is no one I know that's more perhaps motivational than you are. So I figured it was a good time for us to to reconnect and get some feedback from you on 2021 and some thoughts on where we can go in 2022. So the way that this works here, I'm about to ask you for your one singular word. It's hard to pick one that sums up 2021. Trent Shelton, what is your word? Uh, Perseverance. All right. Talk me through where that choice word comes from. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, 2021, I'm very skeptical using certain words, but I'll just use this. It was the hardest year in my life. Um, I know when I look back, I'm going to be like, this is probably the most growth year in my life, most fulfilling. Well, I wouldn't say fulfilling, but the year that helped me become the strongest. But uh, this year was rough for me. Just some losses in my life. Um, a lot of changes. Uh, it just seemed like it was storm after storm after storm. Me personally, a lot of things in my immediate personal life is great. But, you know, I mean, with my mother, my grandmother, just some business stuff here and there. And um, I had to persevere through a lot. And I actually put this on my Instagram yesterday. Like I'm proud of myself for, you know, standing 10 toes down and weathering the storm and actually, you know, having to live out, which we do so much, having to live out what I preach uh, more than ever this year. So uh, perseverance is definitely in the words. I had to persevere through so much this year. When you think about perseverance, do you think that your skill for that has been something that you've acquired over time? Or do you feel like you've always been really good at sticking out the challenging moments? I, I think looking back, I've always had that that um, that characteristic or quality to be able to push through because I always think, even when I was little, I always think like, okay, what's the alternative to give up? And then now you just dig yourself in a deeper ditch and I know where that leads to. But I think definitely over the years and me playing sports has allowed me to persevere and build endurance. I mean, I know you're an endurance runner, so you know what that's all about. But that endurance and perseverance through playing sports and going through seasons of having to grind it out and injuries and setbacks and, you know, you just kind of weather the storm. You realize that the storm really is meant to build you, not break you, meant to grow your life, not kill your life. And so um, I've learned that throughout my, you know, 37 years on this earth of just, you know, uh, everything is building you and working for you if you allow it to. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you mentioned you dealt with a lot of tough losses over the past 365. For anyone else who can really relate with that and has dealt with similar loss, what advice do you have for them if maybe perseverance doesn't feel as natural? Yeah. So, I mean, um, depending on what loss, if it's a loss of a loved one, like I've dealt with, I would just ask you just to change your perspective around it. It's always going to be hard. It's always going to be tough. It's always going to be there. And even if it isn't a loved one, maybe you lost the job or lost the sport. Um, I would just tell you to what's ask yourself, what's the alternative? And I know that might be a question. You might be in a bad place. You might, well, I don't want to go on no more. I don't, I don't want to continue to live life. But for me, I look myself in the mirror and I said, man, like, I want to honor my mother. I want to honor my grandmother. Um, I want to honor even my father, even everybody who came before me, the sacrifices that they made for me to have the life that I that I have. I want to take the legacy further. And that was the thing that really got me going. And this seems, I don't know if I talked talked about this on the last podcast. I don't think I did. But one of the things that that was really a shift in my in my mind frame was like me looking in the mirror. I remember it was like 
July, I was depressed and probably the worst place in my life that I've been in a long time. And I just asked myself, I said, man, if I was to die today, and I know this seems extreme, like, would I want to be the reason why other people quit? Would I want to be the reason why other people give up? Would I want to be the reason why people stop moving forward? And I sat there and I thought about my angels. And I was like, man, they're probably crying right now that I'm, I'm, things are dying inside of me. And so in that moment, I say, you know what? It's time to turn the page. It's time to live. It's time to get the most out of this life. And it's time to honor them by how I live my life. And so um, that was a big mind shift for me and perspective shift that switched it from my prison to my power that really like turned the page in my life and turned my grief into greatness, as I like to say. I think it's hard, right, to to make that change, like to consciously choose the greatness over the grief, because that grief can just be so, so heavy. So when you're struggling to to move forward and to find that silver lining, I love the way that you you phrase that, thinking about how would these people that I loved so much, how would they want me to move forward? How would they want me to be living my life? And again, that's a hard question to ask yourself when that grief feels like such a burden. Absolutely. But that is the thing. Like I have people hit me up all the time. It just, I mean, it just seems like there's so many losses this year, whether it be with the, you know, with COVID or whatever may be going on in the world. Um, it just seems like I get it every day. Like, man, I lost my parents. I lost this. I lost my kid. And I just tell them that I said, man, it's never going to be the same. Um, even if you lost a dream, it's just like, how can I get the most out of my life, you know, from this moment on? And it's going to be a new normal. It's going to look different. You have to accept that because sometimes we want the same life, the same, you know, um, things. And it's different. And adjusting into a new normal, whether it's leaving a job, leaving a sport or trying to live life without a loved one, it's tough. You're going to go through your seasons, but you can allow those things to, you know, build you and not break you, as I say. Perseverance, your big word for 2021. When you think about perhaps another takeaway or two that you had from the year, whether it be in some of the pivots that you've been continuing to make within your business, I know doing a lot of speaking, that's completely different than it used to look now. But what would you say another big takeaway has been for you over the last year? Uh, the power, <laughs> you said it, the power to pivot, um, the power to adjust. You know, I'm always, you know, this is the athlete in me, right? I always know that even right now, like as I'm planning out 2022, my plan is to have a plan when that plan doesn't work out. So I know <laughs> that I know that how I want it to go is not going to happen. You know, there's going to be some bumps. There's going to be some, you know, some obstacles. And I've just always learned from football that, hey, the team that wins the game is not the team that goes in with the best game plan. It's the team that knows how to adjust during the game at a halftime, third and fourth quarter. And so I'm always just thinking about adjustment. And this year it taught me a lot about adjusting, you know, my business and, you know, how I just operate every single day. And I think when you're setting in your ways, it's dangerous at a time. Like I believe in routines. I think routines are great, but you have to be willing to change. You have to be willing to adapt with the times. I mean, we're in a time of digital technology, like more than ever. And um, you can't win today's game from yesterday's points, right? So I'm always thinking about how can I adjust? How can I reinvent myself every single day or every single month, every single year to adapt with the changes that are going on in the world? Yeah. And uh, I've shared this on the show before, but one of my mentors said to me once, he said, if you don't have a plan B, then you don't have a plan. And it's interesting to think of it that way, right? Because you want to have a plan B, but I think sometimes there's like a there's a roadblock in the mindset of like wanting to set up your plan B because you're so focused on plan A. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, for, for me, it's like, 
I talk about this a lot. I always ask people like, how are you going to respond? And I think that's the big thing with the like the plan B, because sometimes plan B is just an extension off of plan A. And I've made up even this year. So this year I knew, you know, I, I had a a vision of knowing that, you know, my mother would die at a certain time this year, even though we hoped she wouldn't. But it was to the point where, you know, her living wasn't good for her. And I always would tell myself, man, as hard as it may be, this is how I'm going to respond. I tell athletes all the time, you know, how are you going to respond when you're down by 20? How are you going to respond when that that DB is locking you up? How are you going to respond? So I think going into 2022, you have to, whether it's keywords, phrases, you have to know how you're going to respond when certain things happen. And that's helped me so much. Always, I'm going to respond with greatness. I'm going to respond with perseverance. I'm going to respond by doing this or by doing that. And that's really helped me to adjust in seasons of change. You are a father, you're a husband, obviously, in addition to a wildly successful businessman. Talk to me about how you kind of take care of you a little bit so that you can show up for the other people that you love, for the other people that are navigating these hardships when, again, it just feels super challenging to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll talk about this because I'm literally, I was talking about it today. Um, you know, I, I've been really obsessed with not wasting minutes of my life. You know, I, just talking to people that are older than me, you know, the biggest regret is I wish I had more minutes. And so I've been super excess, obsessed and I actually did a uh, exercise for myself this year and realized how many minutes I wasted on things that didn't help my life. I wasted on, you know, not putting myself first. I wasted on certain things in my life. So um, this year, going into this year, I'm very conscious on not living in wasted minutes. I think it's like 525,000 minutes a year. I'm not, I'm very conscious of not wasting minutes, but very conscious of, uh, very conscious of not wasting minutes and also very conscious of making more purposeful minutes in my life. And so to the person listening to this, I would just ask you like, how much time this past year did you spend on things that fulfilled you? How, how much time next year are you going to spend on things that fulfill you? Because that's what matters. And for me, it was like really constructing. And I'm careful when I say this, Emily, because I know certain people are in certain places. Like I wasn't always here to be able to do this, but I feel like so many times we fit us into our schedule, right? Like we fit ourselves into our schedule. Like we say we save the bare minimum for things that fulfill us. My life changed when I stopped doing that. Like I started fitting other things in my schedule. Like these are things that I'm doing. My family, the things that fulfill me, the things that excite me, those are my go-tos, period. And then everything else finds its place, not the opposite way around. So when I had that mindset, I experienced more peace, more fulfillment, and more enjoyment in my life. You said you did like a specific exercise. Can you talk a little bit about what yeah. that was? Yeah, it, it's really simple. It's just writing down how you spent your minutes. And you might not know exactly, but this could be something going into the new year. Uh, I think there's like 1,400 minutes a week, right? And so maybe it's weekly, maybe it's monthly. Um, you just go back because you have minutes that are going to be spent sleeping. If you have a nine to five, they're going to be spent in your nine to five. But where are those other minutes being spent in your life, right? If you say, man, I want a more peaceful life or I want to, to start, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to start my own business or I want to spend more time with my family. I want to travel. Then when you get to the end of 2022, if you can say, man, my life this year was great. It's because you actually spent minutes on things that you wanted to do. If you say, man, this year sucked, it probably because you spent money on things that 
minutes on things that you didn't want to do. So the exercise is pretty simple. Just write down a list of things that fulfill you from this last year. So it's, if it's your family, if it's your kids, if it's your business, if it's traveling, and then just write down, you know, estimate how much time that you spend on those things. And I can promise you, if you spent minimum time on those things that you say fulfill you, you didn't have a fulfill year. And so yeah. going into this next year, just say, hey, I'm going to make sure every week, whether it's 20% of my time or 10%, whatever it may be for you, I'm going to make sure I'm intentional with spending my minutes more purposefully, more purposeful on the things that that truly matter to me. Yeah, that's super, super, super valuable advice. It's so interesting, right? Because I remember once someone said to me, like, think about the time you have before, like, say you do have a nine to five before you get to your desk and after you have your desk, your waking hours, right? For some people, that's something like four hours on each side. And then if you take a step back and you ask yourself, like, what are you doing in four hours in the morning and four hours at night? And even an exercise, like if you can't really recall, like if it was kind of gray space, oftentimes that gray space indicates like perhaps scrolling or something else. If that's just gray space, then again, kind of similar to the exercise you're saying, like take a step back and ask yourself, like, what if someone told you you have eight hours in a day that you don't even realize that you're not taking advantage of? What do you do with them? What do you want to do? And highlighting again, those priorities, those, those values, it's such, it's like such a beautiful and really, really helpful, helpful exercise. You know, too, um, just to add to that, like my thought process was that obviously we have our iPhones, right? And it shows us like how much screen time you spend on certain apps. And I thought about that emotionally. I'm like, man, like I wish there was a thing. I'm I'm pretty sure it's not probably in the next few years. (laughs) I wish there was a thing that showed me how much time I spent emotionally on things that didn't help my life. Like how much time I spent in comparison, how much time I spent in self-sabotage. And so one of, one of the, the, the things for me this next year is every time I catch myself, and I'm going to try my best to do this, catch myself in comparison, I'm going to immediately stop myself and spend at least five to 10 minutes in appreciation. Like I'm going to combat those things as much as I can because it's just crazy, man. I think if we really took time and thought about that, so many of us have spent so much time emotionally on things that don't help our life. Definitely, definitely. When you reflect on the uh, difficulties that you faced in 21 and you think about some of the best advice that has been offered to you as someone who often is offering advice to other people, what comes to mind? Yeah, it's like the most negative, positive advice ever. Uh, one of my <laughs> friends just told me this and and she said, uh, "Life, will, your life will never be the same. And um, it was what I needed to hear in that moment because I wanted my life to be the same. I wanted my I wanted to turn back the hands of time. I wanted to, you know, go back. And she told me, said, Trent, your life will never be the same. Does that doesn't mean it has to be a bad thing. It could be a great thing, but you gotta stop holding on to something that's that doesn't exist anymore. And yeah. there were a lot of things in my life that, you know, outside of the things people saw, but other things in my life that I was probably still holding on to that didn't exist anymore. And so uh, that was a very powerful statement. And I need those statements. Like I'm a straight up guy and those statements hit me in my heart. <laughs> it's so relevant to, to everything though, right? Beyond just the examples that you're providing here, it will never be the same. Whether you're holding on to a relationship that didn't serve you or maybe one that did, but you still had to let go of, or if you're thinking about your fitness that you had eight years ago that you don't have anymore, it's like, if, unless you choose to move forward with the things that you have, instead of focusing on the things that you don't, then you're never going to be able to move forward at all. 
Ah, that is so big, especially you said fitness, man. Like as an athlete, I know you can relate. Like I so bad want to run a four three again. Like, like I judge myself <laughs> by that. I'm like, or like a certain time, I'm like, man, I want to run this. And not saying that it's not possible, but you know, some things, you know, your body, you get to a certain age that it pretty much is impossible. Not saying that you can't be the best version of yourself at that time. And so for me, I had to let go of certain things like that, like how I ran or how I operate or how I, you know, I'm like, I'm 37 now. Certain things aren't going to look like when I was 21 years old. So yeah, that's big. <laughs> You're like, fine, fine. I will accept yeah. perhaps the, uh, who knows? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm slow now. I'm going to accept the fact that I'm slower now for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, these are all really, really helpful takeaways. The last two things that we're going to get into here, first and foremost, what excites you for 2022, Trent? Huh. <sighs> That's a great question. <laughs> We're planning. We have plan A and plan B and plan C. Yeah. You know, it's just a new beginning. You know, um, that's the biggest thing that excites me. It's just a fresh start for me. I feel like well, I said I said this in 2020, 2021 was, but it's just a, a new beginning. Um, just being able to turn the page and and just start fresh. And for me, that's big, you know, um, leaving some things in the past and just creating some new, beautiful, more, more beautiful experiences and different things with my life. So just those two words, new beginnings is, is what excites me the most. Yeah. And I think that something that's really beautiful is of course this, you know, this episode coming out in the first week of 2022. But the reality is, is that no matter what happens this week or next week, we have the conscious choice to choose every single day, how we want to act, what we want to do. So sometimes, you know, we put so much weight on this, like one chance at this new beginning, but like every single day, it's that's your beginning. chance, right? Every single day, you get to make the conscious choice how you're going to show up. And it doesn't matter what your friend or your mom or your boss thinks, like you get to make that choice for you. And sometimes again, that can feel really tough, but like it's a choice. And every day is a new beginning. Like you don't need a new year, a new month. Literally all you need is a new moment to make that choice. And that's something that I live by. You know, I try to live by every single day. It's like, man, I can make a choice right now to change whatever it is. As long as I stay committed to that choice, it can lead into a new life. But the choice creates the new beginning. So uh, I love that. Final question here for you, Trent. Right now, you have an opportunity to offer yourself a piece of advice at the beginning of 2021. Looking back on that now with all the lessons and the takeaways and the perspective that you gained, what do you tell yourself? You're going to go through the most difficult year of your life, but you're going to survive it. You're going to cry. You're going to laugh. You're going to, you're going to hurt, but you're not going to fold. You're going to still push through. And when you look back on 2021, even though it doesn't feel like it at the moment, you're going to realize that 2021 taught you things that no other year yet has taught you. And so learn the lessons, move through it, grow through it, and let it build you. Grateful for you. Let it build you. Trent, how do the hurdlers follow along with you for so many more beautiful takeaways and advice and the motivation they need to make 2022 a good one? Uh, TrentShelton.com and at Trent Shelton on all social media sites. Beautiful. I'm over at Emily Abadi and at Hurdle Podcast. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time.